On this episode of the Cash Compound Podcast, J.D. and Jonah are going to phone in a friend, and that friend is ChatGPT. Welcome back to another edition and episode of the Cash Compound Podcast. I am 50% of your host with the most, Jay Do. I'm the other 50%, and I am Jonah Do. And we, well, 50 and 50 is 100, but we, we kind of have a co host today. We do, actually. We're going to use um, Big Brother or, or Animal Farm type thing, Big Brother, the animal, uh, Elon. Who is, who is behind all this? I think it, it might Ed, be Elon. Edward Snowden? I don't know. Could be anybody, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to chat in with ChatGPT and use some of these artificial intelligence tools to walk and talk through Infinite Banking, the save and spend system where you can save your money and spend someone else's. So, Jonah, I'm going to fire up the old chat GBT, okay. open source info out there on the Internet. And uh, I'm going to ask you, fact or cap, like how do you feel about the answers? Sounds good. You ready for it? it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. For those of you who are not watching us, you can always subscribe and like on our YouTube channel, The Cash Compound. Of course, we're on F-B-Y-T-T-T-N-I-G as well as your favorite podcast streaming platform. Jonah, what's your favorite these days? What are you into? Uh, I like an Instagram, an IG, if you will. Don't oh. post too often, but when I do post, it's probably going to IG. I hear there's a lot of people following you these days. There's You're a like, few. There's yeah, a few. getting into gonna, it. Going to be some more coming up here shortly. Very good. Where can we find you? Uh, at Jonah Do, I believe, on that particular platform, if you want to follow along with what I'm doing personally and my fam. But if you want to follow along with what we're doing in business, it is at the Banking Bros, at the Banking Bros on Instagram. And uh, we a lot of times post on there what we're doing, uh, where we're headed. Uh, for instance, a lot of speaking uh, gigs, arrangements, teaching the infinite banking concept in the next couple weeks. And we'll be uh, posting some fun stuff and pictures along the way so you can follow along. Okay, we're just going to have a quicker episode today where we ask ChatGBT a few questions. The first one going in to that search bar, Jonah, is explain the infinite banking concept. All right, right. I'm going to read it for you, and I want you to tell me how you feel about it. The infinite banking concept, IBC, is a financial strategy that revolves around the use of a specially designed whole life insurance policy as a tool for creating a personal banking system. This concept was popularized by R. Nelson Nash in his book, Becoming Your Own Banker. How do you feel about that so far? So far, so good. Now, what's interesting about this, I'm going to stop right there as it continues to generate things, is if you ask the Internet on these social platforms, not ChatGPT specifically, mm-hmm. infinite banking, if you ask to explain the infinite banking concept, I believe in that first paragraph I just read, you're going to find a lot of different things than I, that. I agree. That first paragraph was very good, actually. Tell I, us why. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, a few things. So I'm going to sneak over and, and read read some of it so I can remember what it said. But I really liked when it said specifically designed whole life insurance. Oh, okay. That's actually a humongous key. Um, traditional, regular, old, I bought it off of the website. I got it out of the brochure, the magazine, whole life insurance. Isn't going to do it for you. You do need specifically designed. you got to work with an agent who knows how to design those policies. Again, even if that's too high level for you, what I'm talking about is there are options on these policies, and you've got to know which options to include, which ones to exclude, things like that. Um, I also like that it said it's a tool for creating a personal banking system. Oh. I mean, it's very good. So it's not 
the personal banking system. It's the tool that you use to then do the personal banking. Like it's, it's very good so far. I also like how it said it was uh, coined or whatever it said, popularized, it said, by R. Nelson Nash in the book, Becoming Your Own Banker. So also big shout out to that book. We love that book. Um, but there's some couple other things that I've seen on the internet lately who are saying other stuff, other people and stuff like that. And it's just not correct. So I like it. Okay. Paragraph, so good. Here are the key elements of the infinite banking concept. Jonah, there are six. I'll read them for you. Tell me what you like or you don't. Okay. Whole life insurance policy, cash value accumulation, policy loans, personal banking system, compound growth, and tax advantages. How do you feel? I feel great. Again, I'm interested in two. Okay. Just Which ones? To dive down because it just said whole life insurance policy. Yeah, that's correct. But is it going to dive into more detail there? And then secondly, it said um, personal banking system. All right. Also correct. But I'm looking for more. De- the other ones are like, a, like, yes. Yes. But those, I don't know. Let me read the, what they're trying all right, to say. let me read into it. Yeah. Number one, whole life insurance policy. IBC relies on the use of a whole life insurance policy as opposed to term life insurance. Okay, great. Yep. Whole life insurance provides coverage for the entire life of the policyholder and also builds cash value over time. Well, then I have no questions. Good. Love it. Yep. Okay, the Very other good. one, personal banking system. That was number four. Yep. Okay. The policyholder can use the policy loans for various purposes, such as financing major purchases, investments, or any other financial needs. The idea is to become your own banker by borrowing from the cash value and paying yourself back with interest. Uh, no, no questions. G- great. Chat GPT needs to join our team. Okay. Man, very good. Very Love good. it. Before we jump into that second question, I think we should absolutely give a shout out to our fan follow this week. So our fan follow this week is coming to us from YouTube. And so I guess technically there's subscribers over there on YouTube. Yep. But this week it is Aaron Watkins. Let's go, Aaron. He's got a YouTube channel. I think it's uh, just his name or something like that. But he's recently subscribed to us. He's paying attention to what we're posting. He's watching our videos. And so big shout out to Aaron. Hey, Aaron, if you see this, leave us a comment, man, or, or send us an email. Reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to answer your questions. And we appreciate you subscribing. Thanks for doing so. That's our fan follow of the week. We're back with question number two for ChatGPT. Jonah, is infinite banking a good idea or is it a scam? Oh, okay. Okay. I like it. Throwing that in. Okay. So the first thought that comes through, you tell us how you feel about it. The infinite banking concept is not inherently a scam, but its effectiveness and suitability depend on individual circumstances, financial goals, and preferences. It has both supporters and critics, and the opinions on it may vary. How do you feel? I feel fine so far. I mean, you can describe almost anything, any sort of concept like that, right? I guess. You people that right. support it. You have people that don't like it. But it's all about your personal preference, uh, especially when you're talking about infinite banking. It's all about your financial preference, your expectations, your goals. So I have no issues with it so far. Okay. How about this? This list here now gives some of the factors to consider when evaluating the infinite banking concept. I'll list them for you. Okay. Complexity. Okay. Costs and fees. Returns and alternatives, discipline and commitment, and individual suitability. 
tell us how you feel so far. I feel fine. Um, I'm most interested in discipline and commitment. I think that's a really big one. Uh, however, I think we'll probably have some good nuggets from all of them. I feel fine. All right. So I want to jump in here to costs and fees. So okay. I'm going to say costs and fees. Read that one to you, and then we'll go into discipline and commitment. Number two, whole life insurance policies typically come with higher premiums and fees compared to term life insurance or other investment vehicles. Critics argue that the costs associated with these policies may outweigh the benefits and there might be more cost-effective ways to achieve financial goals. I hate it. Oh, you hate it. Okay, hate we've it. got one that you hate, but we need to know why. Yeah, so I've, I've talked about this previously on some other episodes, if you're paying attention or binge-watching or binge-listening to our podcast. Uh, if you've talked to me on the phone, I've definitely mentioned it to you if you brought it up. I think that cost saying this is more expensive than an alternative is such a poor argument when you're not talking about the benefits of each one, right? It's almost like saying, hey, Jeremiah, you know that uh, owning a house is more expensive than renting one, right? I, yeah. And that's your, but that's where they stop. That's your argument. Hey, it's more, it's more expensive. So hey, we should know, all be renters. Yeah. Hey, you know that uh, buying a car is more expensive than renting one, right? Yeah. And that's all, and that's all they say. It's like, that's not the whole argument. Buying a car means I can drive it whenever I want to. Right, I can go further. I I don't have someone tying me down, attached. It. I mean, zoom, zoom. So many things happen. Buying a home means I own the thing. So yeah, it's a little bit more expensive. I'm I'm paying for maybe utilities that I wasn't weren't going to pay for before. Maybe I've got some repairs to do. But owning something means that you control it. You can do anything you want with it. You can it. Some things, if you own them, build equity, like whole life insurance. And so just saying, well, you, well, you know, you know, big screen TVs are more expensive than the little ones. I just hate I hate the argument. It's it doesn't make any sense. Not when you talk about the the benefits of each individual product. You can't just say one's more expensive in in, in your sentence. Don't okay. Like I'm going to let you have that one. Moving on to point number 4 it brought up. Discipline and commitment. Yeah, okay. Here we go. The success of IBC relies on disciplined financial management and a long-term commitment to the strategy. Individuals must be diligent about repaying policy loans and managing their finances to fully realize the benefits. I love it. I've got no, no questions. The only thing that I'd expand on that and say is they are absolutely correct. Who, who's putting the information into ChatGPT? Uh, just the internet? The Smurfs? Okay. I don't anyway, know. Whoever did it, great job. Um, that's exactly correct. You, you do have to have a plan and a process in place, and that's one of the things that we take a lot of time to make sure that you have, walk you through it individually, personally, um, here at the Cash Compound. So great. That's what I, I was just nervous. Like, Well, I wasn't nervous. I just wanted to know what they were going to say about that one, but... Great. All right. We like it. All right. How about this one? New question. Question number three. Can I use an indexed universal life insurance policy for infinite banking? How, what do you think is going to come back on this one before I read it to you? I think that they're hopefully chat GPT, say, chat GPT says, yeah, you can. But, and then a, a humongous list. Of things <laughs> to pay All right. Yeah. You down with GPT? Let's go. Yes, it is possible to use an index universal life insurance policy as a vehicle for implementing the infinite banking concept. How do you feel about that line? Uh, I feel fine. I, okay. I, it's, yeah. All right. I feel fine. The IUL is a type of permanent life insurance that provides a death benefit along with cash value components that can grow based on the performance of a stock market index. Okay. You still good? 
I'm fine. Yeah, I mean, that's what IUL is. So I'm All fine. right. Very good. Let's read the list here. There's two sections. Here's how you might use an IUL for infinite banking. And the okay. second set of list is, however, it's important to note that using an IUL for infinite banking comes with its own set of considerations. There you go. Okay. That's what I was looking for. All right. So the first list has four in it. Okay. okay. Here's how you might use an IUL for infinite banking. Cash value growth, policy loans, tax advantages, and flexibility. That's a little bit less than the whole life list earlier. We got four things on that list. The whole life list earlier had five or six. I think it was six. Okay. Six things. Okay. We'll That's dive fine. into any but, of those if you the, want. But the first four are the same, basically. Okay. So I'm fine. Yep. All right. Very it's, good. It's interesting that the IULs got less benefits. Let's look at flexibility. Let, I'm going to read this one. Okay. IUL policies often offer more flexibility in premium payments and death benefit options compared to traditional whole life policies. This flexibility can be advantageous for tailoring the policy to your specific needs. Okay. All right. No problem. It's fine. I got no problem. I mean, it's tr- it's true. The the key here to the two prompts that we've typed in so far is when we typed in using whole life for IBC or explain IBC to us, it specifically said whole life. We didn't prompt that in there, right? That's true. It specifically says you got to use whole life to do IBC. When we asked it, eh, okay, can we sneak in a different type of insurance to do IBC? It said it's possible to do that. That's when the first two words out of a sentence. Then it gave us four benefits, not six. And then it also gave us another list of things to watch out for. So let's go through that list. Let's do it. What to watch out for? This own set of considerations. There are three. Market risk, policy costs, and complexity. Okay. I feel like we better dive in on all three. We might as well. Let's do it. Market risk. While IUL policies provide the potential for higher returns based on market performance, they also come with market risk. If the chosen index performs poorly, the cash value may not grow as expected. Uh Uh-oh. That's not good. Well, we've got guarantees in the whole life contract. We don't have it here. Here the other way, how we use these words is very important because I want to jump in on the cash value may not grow as expected. What is the expectation if it may not grow? Why would we expect it if it may not? See, that's the part that gets me. Yeah, it's a little confusing. Well, um, the thing is, it's why is it expected? Why is it expected? Because there's average returns over long periods of time in the index is because the paperwork said there was numbers on there because it can't predict future index performance. Right. No, it's just the paper. No, all word. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Second one, policy costs. IUL policies can have higher fees and expenses than other types of life insurance policies. Understanding the costs involved is crucial when evaluating the overall effectiveness of this strategy. Yep. So this is different than the costs when we were talking about whole life, right? When it had a cost section on whole life, it said, again, we can go back and read it. And like you've probably heard from a lot of financial gurus out there, well, whole life is more expensive than term. And and like I just mentioned to you, I think that's a really poor argument. You weren't talking about the benefits of, of either product. In this particular policy cost section, when we're asking about using IUL for infinite banking, it says that IUL policies can have higher fees than the rest of the type of permanent insurance. So I want to make the distinction, like it's saying of the permanent products, which includes whole life, IULs are generally on the higher side of that as far as fees go. But again, I'd still argue you've got to look at the benefits of the products. You can't just say this one's more expensive, so I'm out. 
it, that's not that's not how you should be making decisions, right? No one makes no one makes decisions like that generally when it comes to significant purchases in their life. That's not how we do it. And so I'm I'm telling you, when you're talking about infinite banking and putting some money somewhere where you're going to have consistent and constant compounding and growth, don't just look at this one's more this one's expensive and this one's not expensive. That it's not a good argument there. All right, complexity. Indexed universal life policies can be complex with various features and options. It's essential to fully understand the terms and conditions of the policy. And working with a knowledgeable financial professional is recommended. Yeah. Here's the one that I like, that center sentence. It's essential to fully understand the terms and conditions of the policy. And nobody does. The terms and conditions of index universal policies are really, really, really complicated. Like, like big time complicated. Uh, the funny thing, the, the part that I like the most, again, is I'll just point out, when we asked about infinite banking, it specifically said you've got to use whole life, and it didn't give us a list of things to watch out for or consider. When we said, can we sneak in IUL and do whole life, it said possibly, and then it also gave us a bunch of stuff to pay attention to. Again, if you're asking me, it just seems like the answers here are pointing to, it also, this is, this is unique. When we asked about infinite banking, it said, well, it was made popular by Nelson Nash in his book. When we asked about IUL, we got no no reference to Well, move. hold on. Let me try a different prompt, prompt okay. maybe. One last prompt. Where did the idea of using IUL for infinite banking come from? Yeah, let's see what this says. Okay, ChatGPT says, the concept of using Index Universal Life Insurance for infinite banking is an extension of the broader infinite banking concept itself. The IBC was popularized by R. Nelson Nash in his book, Becoming Your Own Banker. The core idea of IBC is to use specially designed whole life insurance policies to create a personal banking system. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I like that answer very, very well. It's interesting that they've referenced R. Nelson Nash and whole life insurance now on two different prompts that we put in. Because specifically, if you actually read the book, he's very clear about which type of insurance you should use. And it's just like ChatGPT saying, it's a whole life insurance, not, not indexed. Yeah. Now, the thing where we've got to where we're jumping in, if we can add a New Testament on what Nelson says, is he does not expound on why not to use IUL. He just doesn't do it. It's a small section of his book. The fifth edition book is the one we like. And he talks about um, what's his name? E.F. Hudson or whatever. Hutton something back in the 80s when Universal Life came out, indexed, did not come out as a brand new product right before he wrote the book in 2000. So a lot of people like to argue that Nelson wasn't really aware of what the newfangled better versions of permanent insurance were. And because IUL started in 97, no, it definitely works better. Upside potential, baby, downside protection. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I feel like we need to find someone out there because I haven't found anyone. I haven't heard of anyone. I don't know anyone touting this that's using indexed universal life insurance policies for infinite banking and having a good time. But I know... <laughs> they might be trying, but, not, they, but they ain't happy. I mean, thousands of people who are using whole life insurance for infinite banking and having a great old time. Okay. So, so that should tell you something. 
It might. That's why we are asking the questions to this artificial intelligence. Well, that's our episode for you, ladies and gentlemen. We wanted to dive in and use ChatGPT, ask it a few questions, just see how we felt about it. Jonah wasn't aware of the questions I was going to prompt. So if you would like to have a conversation with a real-life human who practices IBC the way ChatGPT told you it was concepted, conceptualized, concepted, that's probably a word, Sure. Then you're in the right place. The Cash Compound is here to help you with code cracking cash flow. So all you got to do is click the link for a one-on-one cash consultation with one of our coaches. Peace, everybody. We'll see you on the flip side. Thanks for listening to the Cash Compound podcast and this episode, specifically asking ChatGBT and AI on the internet how it feels and what is the infinite banking concept. Remember, don't rely on everything for your financial future by utilizing Google prompts or ChatGBT. If you'd like to talk to one of our certified cash consultation coaches, you can do so. Click the link in the bio and we'll chat with you soon about code cracking cash flow.